Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On today's episode of Down the Wire, Phil Mickelson is bringing golf back by himself after a crazy weekend at the PGA Championship. We're talking about the unwritten rules of baseball. Are they good? Are they bad for the game? And we're going to talk about Julio Jones and his trade market. All coming up today on Down the Wire. All right, episode 16. Yeah, sweet 16 episode. Mm, Let's go on MTV. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe our, is our podcast officially pregnant for on MTV? Whoa, I wasn't going that far. Well, that's usually what those shows were. We're, 16 and pregnant. Wasn't that a show? Well, I was talking about my sweet, my super sweet 16. Oh, those girls were all pregnant within the year after being on that show. Highly likely. That's what I'm saying. There's no way they mm-hmm. weren't. Or in rehab, either one. All right. I'm starting off the show myself. Okay. I have to apologize for. I was wrong about. There is only one Basketball Hall of Fame mm. the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, mm. right? But for some reason, the NBA only acknowledges certain players, which what? makes no sense. What do you mean? So the three players that got inducted, I'm doing air quotes, uh, Tim Duncan, Paul, uh, not Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant were also inducted into the Naismith Hall of Fame. There is no NBA Hall of Fame. Right. That's what I said. I know. And I was wrong. Mm. I misunderstood. Okay. But for some reason, the NBA only has those three 
right. like do speeches, which makes no effing sense at all. Well, they were inducted, and they're probably in there because their NBA career. So. Okay, what about Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce is next year. No, I swear to God, it is. No, Paul Pierce is the next year's class. No, I don't even want to talk about this. Okay, anymore. whatever. I don't care. Anymore. Hey, oh hey. Um, you know we have some personal sports news. We have my niece, your daughter, Elsie, first t-ball game. Not the first one. Not? No. Why? She's had uh, one already. Oh, so it's her second one that yeah. was since then? Yeah. How'd just, she do? I, I mean, it's it, it was fine. What was the score? Uh, there is no score. Oh, that's what losers say. Uh, is no score. Uh, everyone gets a what? base hit unless oh. you are the last player in which it's an automatic grand slam. What? are you doing to my niece what kind of baseball league did you put her in? hey i didn't put her in this oh my god this is ridiculous hey i'm just letting you know the last guy gets a grand slam every time every time that's ridiculous look it's all four and five year olds i don't care what do you mean we need to kill them well it's like we can't be doing that like everyone's gonna finish with 12 grand slams this year I don't think about that. It's a, but it's just like the last person because they go through the entire order, and they just go one base at a time. Yeah. So if you crank one, you have to stop at first. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's quite awful. I what is it. that? That's gonna uh, be will, the, how many innings? Uh, it's like forty five minutes. However many you can fit in that time. Oh my god. It's rough. That is. At there least were, there is there a were time literally. Limit. Like, and they're all dumb. Don't get me wrong. They're four and five-year-olds. I get it. But they're, I mean, they're really dumb. Clueless, I think, is a better word. Nope, they're dumb. (laughs) Because I wasn't talking about their acumen on the field or hitting. Like, there were, my daughter sits on the bench. She cheers on her teammates. There are two boys that are also on her team that wear their helmets and repeatedly hit each other in the head with the bats. Okay. Yeah. Well, where's the coach on that one? Well, they're busy, I guess. Okay. Because for some reason you need a whole buttload of... That's like, are they, are they, they're just friends? Yeah. What, the two players? Yeah. I mean, I would assume they know each other. It seems like a brotherly thing. No, they're not. bonking each other. They're not brothers, but they're quite um close no i was i was yeah dumb okay i was going to use a you know some (laughs) other terms but they're dumb underdeveloped Uh, and not going to be well hitting themselves on the head with bats was probably they almost hit themselves without the helmets at one point and i was like what are you doing and i had to get like hardcore dad dad hey i can't help it okay i cannot help it And, and not to mention the coaches are equally as naive with the like actual like mechanics right they're not they're just i've been babysitters i help out i help out my daughter like at home we got the went and got the ball and glove and easily my daughter's got like the most accurate arm there oh i'm i'm dead serious i'm dead serious she easily has the most accurate throwing arm okay and like all the other like teams have taken notice of it too. She's dang. She's gonna be recruited. Yeah, for, for next eight, year for yeah. sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. We got a, uh, we got first this, grade. We got this first grade team next year. We're trying Ooh. to assemble. Uh, we need a shortstop. We're gonna kill. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's good. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, also too, 
Another thing that happened that I thought of you for, I actually got a list of NFL players that changed their number. Oh, really? Yeah, to the the now new options of numbers. Okay, well, and I thought I'd why read don't you off rattle some, some of off for me? Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, Patrick Peterson on the Viking went to seven instead of twenty-one. Ew. Uh, Was that his number in college? Uh, I don't know. Good question. That's but, a weird number. Like, you'll actually see that a lot of these guys went to single digits, and I don't know if that's well. Now they can the do trend that. Yeah. or whatever. Buda Baker went from thirty-two to three. Uh, Manuel Sanders tough. went from 17 to 1. Mm, okay. Leonard Fournette went from 28 to 7. Uh, let's see. That was his number in college. Oh, you remember that? That one I do know. Will Fuller on the Dolphins went from 15 to 3. Mm. Yeah, along with his uh, uh, new teammate, Alan Hearns, went from 17 to 8. You know, they got to reimburse everyone who bought a jersey for a new one, right? Uh, they have to. Uh, Come well, on. No, what if they change teams? Well, that's different. But if Pat- they're on the same team and they bought that jersey already, that was, you know, like, are any of those guys, those, some of those guys were, like, Buda Baker, he was, he's been a solid guy there. People probably yeah. bought his jersey. But like I said, I'm just kind of going over the ones that I think are of worth. Relevant, yeah. Patrick Queen on the Ravens went from 48 to 6. Which is six for a linebacker. Yeah, it should have been five. Five would have been a better one. Uh, like Manti Teo back in the day. Like no, single digit linebacker is weird. Should have just been the X. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, going like, like Goldberg. Uh, uh, what what's it, what was the hell? Like monster or some shit like that? What I can't remember what his name is. Whatever. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went from ten to one. Mark Ingram went from twenty one to two. Well, Deshaun or. Deshaun Jackson is like the definition of number one in football player. Like what a number one should be wearing. That's Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Travis Etienne, new uh, rookie running back, went to one. Okay. So like I know these guys are. Uh, you like, instantly have a target on your back if you're number one on the football. I can team. see that instantly. I mean, from playing back in high school, even like you were like, "Fuck that guy." Another, he thinks he's another shit. number one, Jamar Chase. Okay. Yeah. And Kyle Pitts went to eight. Mm, at tight end. That's going to be so weird to see at first. Uh, All I, of these numbers I, are going to be I don't weird. really care so much about the offensive guys. It's the defensive guys that are really, like, Seven as a corner is a weird number. For Patrick Pat, Pat Sertain. P. Patrick Sertain went to two. Mm. I think that's odd. It Am is Am I weird. crazy to think that's You know odd? what? Number two is actually a pretty popular number, and I think it's kind of ugly. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. What 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 are your like top single digit numbers? Four. Well, I knew that one. I knew that was number one. But like now, give me another. If you're a jersey number, what are you picking after that? Mm. Four. Uh, I think seven. Seven's a good one. You know, it's like lucky, right. lucky yeah. number seven, right? Yeah. Um, I, one is also a pretty solid one too. I, my favorite would be five. I'd be five for okay. sure. That's what I would have to go with. I'd probably go three also I kind of like, and then I would probably say seven after that one too. Okay. Five and three are all right. Three is like a defense, like as a safety. I thought that was actually a pretty good one. I all like right. that. I kind of like that. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you know, something like that. I don't know. I, I but still like it only works weird. at certain positions. Like I don't think you should be number three playing wide receiver. That's a little weird. Ah, it's all weird. That's weird. It's all, all these single digit numbers. There's going to be... Way too many of them. Okay, now here's another question for you. What number do you think Julio Jones is going to be on his new team? Uh, well, where is he going first? I think 
I I brought three teams to the table. Okay. Okay. I think the best team and my favorite team I would see him go to would be the Baltimore Ravens. That's the one that I think is the most likely. I think him on the Baltimore Ravens would be amazing to watch. I mean, it's a real target for the first time. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong. Hollywood Brown is fine. He's an above average player, but he's not He's more of that speed. Julio. He's like that deep threat speed guy. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, he's not as much it, of a playmaker with the ball in his hands. Taking as... Hollywood Brown or Marquez Valdez Scantling. Oh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think I'm taking Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. It, well, okay, wait. Are they my number one? Or uh, are they, like, well, I mean, do I get it, to put either one with Devontae Adams on the other side? It, well, you said speed guy. I w- I'm going to say number one. Okay, if they're the number one. Because <sighs> we're talking about these two guys. You can't. Yikes. I don't know. If you're t- if they're. Because <sighs> Hollywood Brown is the number one, right? Yeah, he is. Good God. But. I think he's a better number one than MVS. Oh, a little bit. I don't Just think a so. little bit. I, I can't slander Hollywood Brown like that. I can. No, I can't. Yeah, he's got bad hands. But honestly, with him going to the Ravens, it would be a guy that Lamar Jackson can just chuck the ball up to, mm-hmm. which would be insane to develop his game. Because we know Lamar probably is really not the most defined passer yet still. And obviously, he's the best athlete on the field every time he takes the field. But... As for throwing the ball, you know, he threw that pick against the Bills last year. That was a really ugly yep. one that ended the game last year, really. If you get him a guy where he just has to throw it in an area and he can go up and get it on that team, yikes. Yeah, the dude that you trust. I mean, that would be that would be Julio for me. Because they're going to run the ball. You know the Ravens are going to run the ball. But if they get a weapon that they can actually use as a deep threat and... Julio's not very traditionally good as a red zone weapon, but maybe developing, you know, he's so big, he's got to be built for it. Yeah, yeah, but that, they got, uh, what's his nuts, the tight end now, right? Oh, yeah, Mark Andrews is yeah, their guy and, in and there. He was he did some damage out there. So, it really, you just got to get down to the red zone and then try to, you know, work their way And that's in. what Julio's been used for. I think that would be, that's my ideal spot for him to go. Yeah. I also see the uh, New England Patriots as a very strong landing space. I I didn't put them in my top three because I really don't want him to go there. Well, it's not, it's not Tom Brady. It's, I know. But you're, but you're just, still going to hate on that? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm okay. done with the Patriots. All right. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Okay. Not a Patriots I fan. actually didn't pick any, like. Uh, like list of teams, so I'm just gonna. Go you have a trade you. idea. Right? I have like this. The whole Julio thing sparked a really good idea in my head that I just like. Let's go through your team first. Um, that's what I was just gonna and say. Let me. How about I rattle off my teams and then you tell me your big idea yeah. at the end. Okay. My number two team, L.A. Chargers. That would be an amazing pickup. Oh my god. That would be so much fun. It's a legit team that has an opportunity to get them there with the cap space and with like the odds in Vegas. They're up there. Give Justin Herbert Julio Jones in his sophomore year to really take him another level. Plus, you got Keenan Allen, who's one of the most underrated guys in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I mean, people know he's good. I don't think they understand he should be respected out there. And then Mike Williams as a number three, and they just brought in Jared Cook to play tight end, too. 
I realize he's old, but he still can work. It, you know, I just read an article that statistically Justin Herbert is the best rookie quarterback of all time. I believe it. I find that crazy. He, I, he was he was insane. He was insane, but uh, like the idea that he is, you know, unequivocally the best like rookie quarterback. That's wild to me. He honestly, when he he could have came out his junior year out of Oregon. Yeah, he was the number one quarterback that year. He decided to stay. And, like, people thought it was going to hurt his draft stock a little bit. And then he showed that in the Rose Bowl against the Badgers that he can run on top of it. Had well, three he rushing was touchdowns. that before that as well. I mean, it was insane. And it got him up to the sixth overall pick. And, you know, does that really make you fall in the class with Kyler Murray and whoever else was – or not Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow. And uh, is there another guy? Or was he the second quarterback drafted that year? I feel like there has to be another one. I think one, there's but... one more. But Joe Burrow was the first pick that year, obviously. He mm-hmm. just went insane. The Chargers making a move for Julio Jones would really be fun. And they could probably make a push, you know, to get in the wild card spot. They'd have to beat the Chiefs. Which yeah. I don't think that team beats the Chiefs. With Julio? I don't think that team beats the Chiefs. The Chiefs I are so st- The Chiefs have an old line now. It's going to be really scary to see. Yeah, the but they're going to have uh, an offense that can rival. That's fair. They're going to be able to throw the ball, and you know, and, and that's more or less what happens in this league now. That's that's true, and but it's that's still a young quarterback. Uh, that's just not Patrick Mahomes. Oh, at the end of the day, duh. You be totally forgot about Tua. Two oh yeah, duh. That was drafted the other one. Duh. Well, that's because he didn't start, and he wasn't Double even the best. He wasn't even the best quarterback on his team last year. So, ouch! Yikes! Just saying, just saying. All right, my last team, Tennessee Titans. I think that's, they need it. That would be a really scary team to see with Derrick Henry in the backfield. Now you have Julio Jones and AJ Brown on either side of the field as well. Yikes! I. That team would be probably – they're definitely beating the Colts. They're winning that division easily. They're fighting for that two seed. How's Julio with blocking? I, mean, I, I don't know these he's, things. He's but... just a massive guy. I don't think he wants to block. No, I mean, but, here, but here's the thing. you got to block in Tennessee. That's an, Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I think he's pretty open to it. Either sure. way, I just saw they were him and Derrick Henry were working out together. And plus, they were boys at Alabama. So, I think he'll be all right. And I think they'll make plays for Julio because you have Julio freaking Jones. All right. He's probably going to have only two years left in him that are really Something good. Like really good, maybe. I don't know what the rest of his contract looks like either. But... So, you got to strike when you have a team to take it to the next level and yep. get a Julio Jones like that. For a couple seasons, I think Tennessee, they they maybe maybe if they get some defense, they're competing up there with Kansas City too. If they get Julio Jones, yeah, not it's not out of the question. All right, <clears throat> so here is my trade idea. First of all, it is there is a pre prerequisite that we need a guarantee. That the quarterback comes back. Okay. But you give up Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. a second round pick, Mm -hmm. and a fourth round pick. And for Julio Jones. The Atlanta Falcons laugh at your face. Why? 
What? Why would they? I I don't know. There's no way Green Bay is going to do that. And can they even afford that? Why can't they? What do you mean? That I mean the cap hit that Julio's going to have. Yeah, they could definitely afford that. I don't know. I I I never even crossed my mind the Packers to get this. They're game. actually in like in the running for Julio. I don't know. I I can't see it happening. It just doesn't seem like anything. I would Think fucking lose that, my mind. That is a, don't get me that wrong. That is a fair a fairly fair trade with the assumption that Jordan Love's going to be a respectable quarterback. Yeah, but here's the thing. What what do they have to replace Matt Ryan? In which uh, they were clamoring for people. Uh, people were clamoring for the Falcons to take a quarterback, you know, to succeed Matt Ryan. Right now, they have that that succession uh, in line, and they still got Kyle Pitts. You know, there were a, a fair amount of scouts that actually had. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying this is true. Jordan Love rated higher than Justin Herbert. Yeah, that's uh... would you. That I, I'm just saying. I don't know. There man. were there were a fair amount of scouts. I think you're I think you're hopeful on that one. And and they they get first round talent. Uh, they get a second round pick and a fifth uh, fourth round pick. I think that's probably the market for him with the picks. Maybe they, want, they wanted a first round. They're not getting a first. I round. I think that's insane. I don't think they're gonna get a first round. He with his injury. Well, history, they did get. You know, <sighs> no. There's Stephon no Diggs got a first rounder for him last year. Yeah, well, and that's because and the, it worked out pretty nice. The the Bills were desperate for a wide receiver. That's true. Packers but, aren't desperate for a wide receiver. They're desperate to get their quarterback. Right. Quarterback back. Back back. But back 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 back. Now hear me out though. If if Aaron Rodgers knows that this is what they do. Tell me that he's not intrigued. If Jordan Love gets traded and the Packers bring in Julio Jones, Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. You know, and maybe year. there is uh, a hundred percent. Maybe there is a secondary player that they need to give up as well. I I don't know who offhand. Uh, honestly, it'd probably be one of the defensive like linemen or something like that. Maybe like Preston. Uh Preston. I mean, they they pick up Preston with that. Yeah, probably to keep some cap space, and it also helps too. that cap as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think he's a Packer. But I look, 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 I'm not saying it's a for sure thing, but tell me that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Teams. I don't know if I think the league doesn't like Jordan Love. I think they're all thinking the Packers wasted that one. Like now that they're like, oh, you might have to play him you know this what? year. Here's the thing. You might have to play him. You could say it was a dumb pick, uh, a dumb pick in the draft. Sure. Absolutely. But you can't say it's a bust. We know nothing about Jordan Love. That's also literally fair. nothing because. But of are last you willing year. to give up Julio Jones for a chance at a guy that some team may have took too high that we don't know uh, for some a little bit of draft capital? Well, here's the thing. Also, too, if you get Jordan Love, then you don't have to worry about drafting a quarterback next year either. Yeah, and they're probably not going to be in a good spot to take a quarterback next year because I think they'll be a little bit better. But next also, year the NFC South is, you know, trash. That's what I mean. They'll probably be a little bit better. And they lost how many games like close last year? You know how many? Remember they blew the lead in like the first six games at yeah. some point. So I definitely think that Atlanta is a better team than they showed last year at some point. And I don't know if they want to bring Jordan Love in. To be that successor, I I I would be 
Well, so who are thrilled the, if the who Packers are the made top, that trade. The top quarterback options for next year. Well, you're looking at Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma. He's uh, probably going to be the first quarterback off the board. If he's not, Sam Howell out of North Carolina is up there. And, and JT and where, Daniels out of Georgia, too, is also Where do you think they project as far as the top 20? Well, in player talent or where they're going to get drafted? Player talent. I would say they're probably near the mid-round talent, I guess, that would be in the draft. Like See that, that like 8 to 16 range, I guess. So tell me that's not any better than Jordan Love. Here's the thing. Jordan Love has at least a year behind Aaron Rodgers and a year of... Uh, the NFL under his belt. I guess, I guess, but it could turn into like a Josh Rosen real fast. Well, at least we knew Josh Rosen sucked. Yeah, right away. Also, Josh Rosen didn't have any help in Arizona. That's fair. It's fair. But I was, I, I'm just, I was, I, I'm just saying. Also, who remember, remember Josh Rosen's uh, coach? The, it was that defensive guy, right? Oh yeah, it wasn't Cliff Kingsbury. No. So uh, who it, was it? Was it Bruce? No, Bruce retired. No, no, no. I don't know. No, Bruce didn't retire. Bruce went to Tampa Bay. He retired and came back to Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, but I'm just saying, I think it actually makes sense. It's not, it's probably not going to happen, but hear me out. All right. I'm going to bring it up. I wanted to do it. Phil Mickelson, man. What a guy. What an absolute guy. To come out. And just dominate the course all weekend. I don't watch golf like that every weekend. That's more our dad's speed. But I'll watch the major tournaments every once in a while. Peek in on it and see what's going on. And Phil Mickelson winning it made everyone kind of keep an eye on it the whole weekend. Yeah, I wasn't watching it at all. I, watched, I had NBA playoffs. Okay, I, I have that too. I watched I that too. Did not care. You didn't bit. see? Did you see the last hole? No. Uh, well, he probably had fifteen thousand people swarming him as he's walking down the eighteenth yeah. all the time. Talk which, about a terrible sight to see. What? What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, like okay, a terrible okay. sight for him to see. Like ah, people coming well, at me. It sets. It was more overwhelming emotionally, though, for him because he is now the oldest player to ever win a major. Yes, fifty years old, which is kind of. I think he's fifty-one. He's fifty. Fifty okay. years old. I think. Um, is that weird that I might have thought that record was going to be a little higher? Yes, that's weird. I don't know. I feel like in golf, like. Guys stay good for a while, but 50 is insane for a pro athlete, I guess, to be, you know, considered professional at your craft. Oh, he's actually 50 years and 11 months, so he is almost 51. Almost 51. 51. I I knew I was kind of close. Yeah, he, and he dominated the course. I actually, uh, uh, like, brought up an article of oldest players to win major championships. Oh, yeah, let's read the rest of uh, it. So, like, the NBA. Okay, well, like MVP? No, just winning a championship. Oh, I don't know, Kareem? Uh, Robert Parrish. How old was he? 40... 44. Holy shit. Yeah, he didn't play much, but you know, Jordan more or less carried him that entire way. Uh, Larry Bird, you mean? No. Robert Parrish. Played for the Bulls. When? Yes, in 90, uh, 97. 
Holy shit, he was playing in 1997? Again, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't for, no way. for a lot of time. Man, but... everyone gets pissed at KD for ring chasing? <laughs> this man would not quit. I, what? I know, I know. That is the most, yeah, we should do a segment on most irrelevant players on good teams that people would know. That's uh, the, another one. The NFL? The George Blanda. Oh, Tommy Terrific, baby. Oh, duh. Brady. Duh. Come on. Yeah, I, I, should have that. Seen that. I knew that one. Uh, NHL, Chris Chelios won uh, at 46. Damn. Yeah, a Red Wings guy. I don't know how much you know, NHL more, you when know. I, when but... you think of, like, I don't know. For Phil Mickelson, this is like him winning the MVP at this. More oh. than it, more than well, it is, I, I like, mean, winning the, the championship. But these are, okay, like I said, these are team sports. You right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's. It's a little I, bit more I would difficult. like to know like the oldest MVPs at their position. That's fair. That's uh, more of what okay, I'm saying. He's at the top of how his about game. the oldest Olympian to win a gold medal? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what sport? Uh, it. Well, no, 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 I can't give that. Okay, right so right. it's like it'll, curling. It'll it'll, it'll become so abundantly like, clear. So it's like 88 years old. Uh, 64. Oh, okay. He was a shooter, Oscar Swain. Oscar Swain or uh, Swan. Oscar Swan. Swan. But eight years later, he won a silver medal at 72. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, that was the 1912 Summer Games in Stockholm and uh, the 1920 Games. So this man was literally born in like 1840. Look at this man. Oh, yeah. No shit. He's He's also rocking rocking a beard down to his nipples. Yeah. What? That thing is badass. That man practiced on actual birds just throwing like <laughs> as they're flying by or something yeah like that. or something like that little was, school children yeah just, like, what this man feet. was easily he's been he's probably born with a 12 gauge in his hand he knew it was down <laughs> holy shit yeah i honestly the last hole was insane i was watching a lot of it because it was on while i was working and when yeah. you're not working golf is a really good sport well, to watch in the background i don't know how much uh how much you were doing at work, I, you know, it might have been slow. Well, yeah, I have uh, at both places. Yeah. So I, in between times where, you know, there's no customers coming in to Ace Hardware, shout out Ace Hardware, or there's no show going on at the other place. Yeah, I mean, I was rooting for Brooks Kepka. He's oh, he's the most fun guy to watch in golf right I now. I mean, he's a dude that brought golf back yes. a little bit. He actually would have set a record as well, winning three out of four PGA championships if he would have won. In the majors? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty wild. He, Yeah, he's bringing golf back for sure. He hits the ball but 400 yards really, every time. I mean, it's ridiculous. The number one player from this past weekend has got to be John Daly. What did, did he do? You, did you not see John Daly looking like a weird Santa Claus? Well, John Daly always oh. looks like weird. Oh, you have no clue. He looks like... The colonel got out of shape. Uh, do you not see his olive shorts as well? Are those, like literally are those olives. O- olives or avocados? literal olives? No, they're olives. Oh, they are. Yeah, like uh, martini olives. Yeah, just John Daly just is to another. Enforce the fact that that's he's another an legend. That's another legend right there because just it's just a fat guy doing great at pro sports. This is always, always something you love to see. Also a legend. Simone Biles. Did you not see? I heard she did do some crazy the, stuff. A Yurichenko double pike is what she hit. Um, it was insane. I don't even know what any of that movement means. I know the pike is uh, 
put the arms under the legs, straight legs. Yes. But uh, it was a backwards. I'll I'll play it for you, and we'll do a live reaction. Okay. Um, she is the first woman in history to land this uh, move in a competition, and not only that, that. She did it four times at this competition. Holy shit. Just to say, like, a big fuck you to everyone. I believe it, yeah. Is she going to be in uh, Tokyo next year? I have no clue. Because I thought gymnast careers were, ready? okay, she's running up. Boom! Damn! Yeah, 9.5. How high was she in the air? I have no Do clue. Do we know that? Because she might have been 20 feet in the air. She is insane. Also, I, is she just, like... Three percent body fat. Yeah, she, well, she is built. Yeah, obviously they all are like that at uh, that point. Though. And to be even better, you know how ripped you have to be to get on rings, dude. Do you, do you Holy know how shit? Do you know how cool she was on her uniform? She put a goat. Yeah, that's a rhinestone. Goat. Yeah, that's some goat, goat shit right there. She is. She the knew greatest. she was gonna hit that. Then. Yeah. yeah, she was ready for that. Amazing. You brought it up earlier. NBA playoffs. Yeah. So, first thing I want to talk about, obviously, are the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay? And uh, if Chris Middleton... I called it. ...is going to do that... I called it! Hey, it's one game. We are not Chris Middleton. No, that's... If we, what if we lose 4-1? Then hold what up, the hold fuck up, is hold up, hold up, hold up. I still have to give some love to Chris Middleton, though... I was going from to. What I, from what I heard, he's, like, done this, like three of the past four years in right. playoff games, and then, which I, I didn't and realize. And sucks after, well, right. Th- he has some good points, though. That... He led the team in scoring, all right, dropped 27, hit the game winner at the end at the buzzer. It was a really clean shot mm-hmm. over Duncan, who was cooking us all game. Shocker. I'm not surprised. But the best thing about that is um, Drew Holiday is so much better than Eric Bledsoe. Yes, that it's not even funny. Hell, I'll take it one step further. PJ Tucker is so much better than it's Eric just the Bledsoe. point where Eric Bledsoe. I thought he was better than he was at this point. I think now too, but Drew Holiday and Eric Bledsoe shouldn't even be considered on the same tier of player. Did, did you at one point? Well, Eric Bledsoe was regarded around the league as a pretty respectable point guard, decent uh, defensively, I mean, but not right. not offensively. Yeah, Drew Holiday is. Miles better than Drew Eric Holiday Bledsoe. has been that like best kept secret in the league for quite some time. People have constantly been saying like it, this guy is so much better than he you know portrays himself, and it's a very apparent. He, yeah, he's an actual scorer. He plays lockdown defense, and he makes Chris Middleton play better because. They gotta at least give a little bit of respect to Drew, yeah. and it forces people to come off of Chris because they're gonna keep their respect on Giannis. He makes everyone play better. I, I, what uh, Rob, Brooks Lopez had like twelve points in the first half. He was actually like one of the top scorers. Well, and the whole entire team relied on the starting lineup yeah. a lot. The bench didn't do a whole lot. Holy fucking Louis! Yeah, they. Motherfucking Mike Budenholzer only played Pat Connington for ten minutes. I I don't hate playing Pat Connington. You really? You want him to play twenty five minutes like he usually does? I mean, 
I'm not saying he should be playing instead of Giannis, Chris, or Drew. Twenty five minutes, but of instead Pat of Dante, Connington? instead of Dante, he can no. they can interchange no. them and Dante all nope. they want, all nope. they want. Nope, 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 nope. nope. I'm don't want fine. It. He's a scrappy guy. I out don't there. care. Scrappy, give me Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis had eight points in the first game and didn't make a three pointer. I don't care. That was kind of rough. Uh, and Bryn Forbes was rough too. Bryn Forbes uh, was rough. They only made I think. What, they were thirteen like five, or fourteen points. I they think were from five the bench. from thirty-one for three-pointers, and they still beat yeah, the Heat. Because that just shows how bad well the big the three are. put up twenty points apiece. I no, mean, they honestly, it's a step up his game a little bit. Though. You know what? He's guarding Jimmy though, and if care. he held Jimmy to seventeen, that's going to be yeah. How, how do you like his like thirteen seconds at the free throw line? Hey, I'm just saying right now, if he's going to drop twenty-six a game. If he can hold the best player to 17, that's a fine game for him. Sure. That's a fine game. All right? And Giannis has a lot of pressure on him right now. What's uh, what's um, Drew covering right now? Is that a... He'll prob- he probably was on whoever was running point for him. I, I forget now. Is that, but... is that Hero or... No. Uh, Not Robinson. No, Robinson's usually playing the two. Well, it... I, I only watched a handful of the minutes of the game. You know, I was again at work, but hey. it was uh, it was very apparent that Giannis guarding Jimmy Butler that was, was very effective. That was the NBA game gonna of the be, weekend. Yeah, for sure, best game by far. And Chris Middleton to win it, like another get, get some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what about the other series? Did you watch any other ones? I love. This Portland Denver one because I, I am saying right now that okay, hear me out. You get the choice of either having Allen Iverson or Damian Lillard to start your team. Who are you picking? Who are you picking? Are we, we're going off primes, right? uh, yeah. I mean, I assume I'm 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 still taking Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is insane. Yeah. He's going to win an MVP one day. I'm convinced of it now. Well. When LeBron's out of the league or something like that, come on. Damian Lillard's, he's, what if he gets a legit guy? I'm just saying Damian Lillard needs an MVP. He will get an MVP. He deserves an MVP. He will get one. I I promise you. I don't know if if the uh, Trailblazers ever make it, like, higher than that fifth seed. If they, okay, but if they come up and they get a three seed one year or something, Damian Lillard's dropping 30 points a game. Damian Lillard needs an MVP. He deserves one. They need, uh, they need a better player like to back him up hey. no, nothing wrong with cj mccollum cj mccollum's a fucking scrappy dog too C- but they need another star cj mccollum like wants to be clay thompson but he really can't play defense like him and he's gonna give you like that 20 22 points a night but other than that he's just not very valuable on the court as like a playmaker or even yeah. off the ball or anything I, like, like really realistically cj mccollum is chris middleton yes and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just at the guard. We already know that Chris Middleton isn't the number two guy on that team. Not anymore. We, we can see it. Now you got an actual star with Drew Holiday there. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, I don't know if Chris Middleton is the number three now. I I think Drew Holiday is still the number three guy on our team, even though Chris is not maybe the most ready in the playoffs or consistent in the playoffs. I I think Chris is the number two guy still for the Bucs. He's obviously a shooter in enough, and he can score. He put up 27. But I mean, Carmelo Anthony on the Blazers did put up 18. So, got to show some respect. Well, sure, I'll give him some love. Hey, Carmelo is not the answer for them. For 18 points from Carmelo Anthony off the bench? Is he like 40 years old yet? Uh, no, I think he's maybe a year older than LeBron. Man, it feels like he's been around forever. Yeah, well, he has. He but... has. 03 draft, right? Isn't that what it was? That's the famous one? I think it's the 03 draft. Isn't that the same one as LeBron? Yes. Yeah, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. All them guys. Oh, boy. Well... Honestly, Jokic, as well during this game, still was nuts. He had his 34 points, had his 14 rebounds, but only one assist. And that's going to be a reason why, if he's not playmaking, they're not playing that What are you talking about? He he scored 34. That is playmaking. Jokic is not a facilitator. In fact, Jokic gets his six assists every game. Oh, okay. Every game. That's 12 points easily. Easily 12 points. Okay, so they, they had 10 less. And Michael Porter Jr. needs to stop shooting as well. That's another yeah. one. I think he went 1 for 10 from 3. He dropped 25 points. I think he finished over 50% shooting, Well, too. you know what? Look, in the NBA regular season, teams don't play defense like they do in the playoffs. And now they're kind of realizing that, you know, three points are a lot harder to make once you have, you know, a hand much closer to your face. Well, and... This team needs Jamal Murray bad, badly, bad. Badly. So we said that last week. Damian too. Lillard needs to take advantage of no Jamal Murray because no. First of all, he's gonna score thirty probably every game in this series because he's gonna have the ball in his hands the entire time. And if he pops off for forty two, forty five, one of those nights, yikes! It's gonna be it's gonna be rough for Denver if how, they can't uh, figure it out. How worried should the Jazz be? Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, probably like a 3. 
Oh, I, I, I wouldn't say Super Donovan worried. Mitchell wasn't playing. Four. I'm going to say a four. Donovan Mitchell wasn't playing. He'll be back. But he now he's pretty, pissed. Yeah, because he so wasn't playing. Maybe like maybe he gets a little too angry. I don't know. I think uh, it's also it's an ankle, man. Like that was an ankle injury. It's better to be it's, safe. It's than fun sorry. watching John ja Morant play really well. Ja this. was the better player than Zion. Yes. Mm. And that, we were just talking about that. Uh, look, I get it. Zion is averaging Maybe. like what? Well, uh, Zion's eight, doing eight like points. Shaq shit right now, it, like rookie Shaq stuff. To me, Ja is the better player. I like Ja. I like Ja a lot. I think he's very fun. I think he's a future NBA All Star, obviously. But eh, I would probably take Zion right now. Zion's gonna have a better burst of his career and Ja might just be more consistent throughout the whole way we'll just have to wait and see um 27 points is what uh zion's averaging so i mean he's a monster this someone this else season. putting up their consistency if we want to talk about consistency phoenix suns and chris paul and devin booker now the lakers were favored oh, in hold this up series. hold up you said chris ball and devin booker but you are missing a key player to that squad, DeAndre Ayton, is a monster. Is a, a monster. Freak. He's he's putting up numbers. I saw a graphic of it that are better than Dwight Howard in Orlando type numbers. And if you don't remember Dwight Howard in Orlando, he was the best center in the NBA by far. Yeah, I mean he was a freak athlete. Anything offensively or defensively, he was the guy. And DeAndre Ayton, I do see his production. And, you know, he was the number one pick. And a lot of people freaked out because he got suspended for PEDs, I think, a year or two ago. He's a monster. He's just a freak. Absolute yeah, monster. 21 points yesterday. He was going crazy. I think that Chris Paul needs more respect in all-time point guard rankings, too. Now, if he can dethrone LeBron during this, too, that would be huge on him. There's an effect if Chris Paul joins your team. Your team gets better every single he's time. He's such a great facilitator. Every single time he has been on a new team, which now he's been on the Hornets, Clippers, Rockets, Thunder, Suns. Look at that. Named them all. Just like that. that was, I was pretty impressed. I'm not gonna that lie. was really I got, quick. I got a little bit worried for you. I they Every single team's record was better than next year. Every single team. In their first season with Chris Paul. And the Thunder only got one year out of it. But even the Rockets, who were already a 70% winning team back then, won more games because Chris Paul was on the team. Chris Paul's a facilitator, man. He is Honestly, gotta though, be. His, his stat line there. yesterday wasn't super insane, though. But his impact on the game, you can see what yeah, he's Yeah, I don't. Because um, I, I, again, reading these, if I read you this, this stat line, 36 minutes, 7 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's A steal. Not... Like, hold up. I'm just saying, like, no free throws, nothing like that. But you, you go, like, oh, is that a bench player? And then you realize, no, that's Chris Paul. There's just something extra that's hidden there. He was – did you see him pull on LeBron's shoulder? Pull? Yeah. LeBron, it, we're look, getting to you later. Don't it, even it, worry. It, it, there You're... was a tug. But it wasn't enough for LeBron to okay, go Okay, we're getting full. to LeBron now. We're getting to LeBron now. LeBron, stop flopping. Just stop. You're the best player in the world. In the world. And you are still out here 
doing this bullshit flopping every time. The one against Draymond Green in the play-in game, sucked. He flopped so good. R.I.P. to the Warriors. We were both hella wrong on that. flopped so hard. That is true. Steph Curry is not playing anymore this year, and that's going to be tough. Crazy. He flopped so hard, I actually thought he got hurt. Yeah. Like, I was, he fooled me. He, I was, oh, shit, after that happened, right? I was like, damn, I hope he's good. And we go and see the replay. He didn't hit his head on the ground. Nope. He didn't do any of that. He said there was nothing. He said he got poked in the eye, and he's, oh, I aim for the middle one. Fuck you, dude. You saw that clear as day. Mm -hmm. You're good as shit at basketball. Just say that. Best player in the world. Yeah. Stop, stop acting like you have this adversity because they're out to get you. Man, did you see? Uh, there, there. Uh, someone Soft locally. Ass. Someone locally was like, uh, Chris Paul was uh, had a questionable shoulder injury, so LeBron James had to make one up for himself. Exactly. That's well. <laughs> what I mean. It's just like, come on, dude. And hey, NBA, you took a big L by getting hoed by LeBron this weekend as dude, well. LeBron just didn't give a shit. Yeah, LeBron. You know what? This the NBA has rules. This is what it is. The NBA has rules for COVID nineteen, regardless of how you feel about it. You know, don't we don't always see the same on these things. But hey, the rule is if you part of the contract tracing for it is that if you're going out of the areas and you're in public places such as bars or taverns or, or maybe whatever. uh like a promotional event for a tequila brand that you support exactly then you will face repercussions and consequences for your actions in the nba and lebron james violated these rules and adam silver was like yeah we're not suspending lebron you know uh, look i'm if he wasn't suspended fine whatever but why wasn't he fine? Or something. Like, what? And, and LeBron tried to be like, yo, I, I've been vaccinated, yada, yada, yada. But then Dennis Schroeder dogged him out. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Dennis Schroeder went on a German, like, interview, whatever. So and, no one can understand that. Well, but he straight up said LeBron's not vaccinated. Oh, okay. So, what? Yeah. But then, then they, nice. they tried to backpedal and be like, well, everyone else at the event was vaccinated. Dog, who gives a Come shit? Come on. I'm, you know what? Also, the why issue... the fuck are you scheduling a tequila promotional event like, like during, during the, the playoffs? playoffs? Yeah. What? You couldn't have done this like a week ago? What is that, LeBron? I, I, I want to like LeBron so much, but he just does something every week. Where I'm like, man, the fuck, man. He's I love so good at basketball. I love LeBron. Lately, he's been a he's, he's fucking been a up. diva, dude. He's been fucking and, up. And let me tell you, I'm gonna see it. But Space Jam Two is gonna be a terrible, it's terrible gonna suck. movie. It's gonna it's be gonna awful. suck compared to the first one. Wet fire. Yeah, no. Who was that? The that brow. Was, yeah, the stupid names. We went over those last <laughs> time, right? Oh, yeah. Well, what else do I have in there? Um. Should we maybe move into some baseball and then we'll rock some of that? Fuck ball? you, Tony Larusa. Oh, sorry, Tony we're not there yet. Let's uh, we'll let's, get brought up. Okay, let, let's back backpedal a little bit. We'll get hey, there. Hey, did you hear there was another no hitter? Yeah. Um, you want to go walk your statement back on ten no hitters this year? Because yeah, we're at seven if you're counting Mad Bums, and we count Mad Bums on wait, this wait. one. Seven? Did I miss another one? Spencer Turnbull is the sixth one, wasn't he? No, uh, that was the fifth one. I thought. I think we're at six. We have um, the first one was Musgrove, right? 
Is it really? I think it's only five. I think it's Musgrove through one. Okay. We have Wade Miley in there. Turnbull now. Um, Means. Means had one. Kluber. That's it? It's just those five? I feel like we're missing one. I feel like we are too. Yeah, I think there's uh, one more. Let me, let me just, go I'll, look them I'll up. Look yeah, up. look up the MLB no-hitters. But all I'm saying is they're happening every other week now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I'm kind of a fan of it, but at the same time, it's definitely losing its speciality to it because everyone's doing it. You know, the record for number of no-hitters in a season is seven. Oh, yeah, that's getting broken easily this year. <laughs> it's only May 24th. I mean, we're two months into the season. That's yeah, all that's... it's been. And that's the record? Oh. One more no-hitter? We're going to see oh, it. Oh, it, it was the, uh, the sixth. Uh, Kluber was the sixth. I uh, got my – I don't know who else. Uh, let me look. Kluber was the sixth. So Turnbull was the seventh? No, Turnbull was the sixth. He was the last guy to do it, wasn't no. he? No. No, Kluber, Kluber did it six. after him. Kluber threw it on Wednesday. Turnbull threw it on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was yes. back-to-back days. Yes. So, yeah, we're at seven if we're counting Mad Bums. That is is the record. Yeah, we that, They've set the record for most no-hitters already, and it's May 24th. It's that nuts. Is fucking wild. It is dude. nuts. They just keep doing it. They're not stopping. And there's going to be ten of them this year, and... You know what? Next year the mound's gonna get moved back because Musgrove. Of oh, Carlos Rodon was the other one. That was missed. the other. That's your White Sox. Hey man, I forgot. Oh, uh, whoa! I look, look. I'm sorry. I'm I'm too busy focusing on something else with the White Sox. Fair okay? enough. Fair enough. I um I'm loving it, but I'm gonna hate it, and it's gonna force baseball to change. I very told. Soon. Now you want to walk back your statement? That's gonna happen. That mound is getting moved back next year. Next yeah, year, ne- probably. <laughs> Probably by the all-star game yeah, at, at this rate. Point, yeah, they're gonna be, it's, there's no way. And they're going to throw out. How many no-hitters are they finishing with this year? Now? Oh, Come on. Man. It's more than I 10, right? I don't know. I, I No, I'm going to go 10. On I'm, the dot. I'm still going to say 10. So 9 including Mad Bumps. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think I think that's more than fair. That's only three more. Dude, that there's no like there's way. Gonna be there's more. no way that we get any more. Uh, I don't know. There's no way. How about this next guy? You think he's going to throw in this year? He's the face of baseball this season? Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is kind of insane. When he hits a baseball, it is absolutely jacked. I mean, you just know it. And he can throw his whole body behind it. I don't know how long he he keeps this up. Well, he's, he might stop pitching when he's like 30, maybe. You th- How old is he now? He's only 24. There's no way he lasts that long. Why? The, the strain on your body between the, doing both. But just he just he, he only pitches maybe once a week. He doesn't make his 35 starts. But then he still starts. plays in the outfield sometimes, doesn't he? Or, or he DHs. Well, DH is more more. That's what he does acceptable. in the American League. And then sometimes he'll hop in the game in right field or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, man. I just, Shohei Otani is so the weird. MVP right now. Yeah. Easily because of his... That pitching and hitting ability he um he's making baseball really pop off lately oh, as you know well, and too. thank god he's on a very competitive angel oh, oh wait yep that doesn't have mike trout <laughs> anymore for the next how many months i oh 
Dude, the Angels suck, man. How do they get all these generational talents? And how do they and, always suck? And not make the playoffs? Never. And they got Rendon how many years ago? He sucks now. Yeah, Anthony Rendon didn't do jack shit. They can't do anything. They never have a pitcher. That I, they had Jared Weaver. Remember him back in the day? Hey, he was good. Yeah, he that's good. about it. That's about that's, it. That's so insane. That's it. Now so, can I rant? We are going to do our favorite, our least favorite, unwritten rules of baseball now. And it's all inspired by motherfucking Tony La Russa. Tony La Russa. What the hell is your problem? What an ass. Dude, what an ass. How dude. do you throw your player under the bus like that? So, if you guys Set, didn't see... Paint the picture for if us. If you didn't see, the Chicago White Sox were playing the Minnesota Twins, right? And they were Ooh, another whooping. team. Why did why what happened to the Twins? I don't know. They They're just, fucking trash. They don't hit homers anymore. All right, back they to that. They're playing the Minnesota Twins, and they have a position player pitching. Is it Willens Estio? Is like that, that how you say his? I don't know how to say his name. He's actually made a couple of pitching appearances. Willens Astudio. Yeah, exactly. Astudio. I can't. I just can't say that name. We'll just we know who it is. Okay, La Tortuga is his nickname. Okay. Ooh, the turtle. Yes. Or tortoise? Turtle. Something like that. Sure. Anyway, it's a 3-0 count, and he throws a 48-mile-an-hour meatball <laughs> down the middle of the plate, and Yerman Mercedes jacks it and hits a grand slam while a position player is pitching. And the entire baseball world blew a fucking gasket over it. And you know what? We're here to tell you to grow the fuck up. And not the baseball world. It was Tony La Russa, man. Well, I'm sorry. There were Tony... plenty of people who were upset with them. What? He threw a pitch. What is he supposed to do? Not hit it? It's... La Russa gave them the okay to throw behind Mercedes. Yeah. If you want to walk them, do it that way. But, like, uh, what? Why are you... Are you... Why? Why? Yeah. To go... And then Tony La Russa... To throw his player under the bus for hitting a home run for his team. What an asshole. Dude, hung his player out to dry at the post-game press conference. Yeah. like He very... literally said that he's going to be reprimanded and have a talking to. What are you, his dad? Exactly. And this is very similar to that Fernando Tatis situation last year where he also hit a grand slam on a 3-0 fastball. Okay, Guess what? You know the statistics on it? I remember talking about this last year with my guy Trevor from the Kenosha Kingfish. Ooh, who was game trap. He actually is on the Toronto Blue Jays. The problem for him is he is a shortstop in that farm system, and they have a pretty good uh, shortstop up in Toronto named Bo Bichette, if you heard of him. So not looking great for him. But anyway, he said that the percentage is... On a first pitch, on a 3-0 pitch, rather, it is 79% of the time a fastball. On a 3-1 pitch, it is now a 42% chance fastball. That's the metrics, the actual metrics on it. If you want to hit a pitch, you're looking fastball, okay? Larusa literally went to the opposing team and apologized for your men Mercedes. Yeah, what a bitch. Which, you, uh, 
you know what though? I will give a small shout out to Yerman because he actually is like, I'm gonna do it again if, Hell if it happens. Yeah, I'm gonna you know do what? it again. Fuck you, Larusa. Do it every time. But this whole situation got us inspired to talk about the unwritten rules of baseball. And there's a lot of them. Uh, like I said, there's like like 12 or 13 of there's them. There's a decent amount. I have them uh, written down. Let's go through them all and discuss how we feel about it. We'll do like a quick snippet. Really shouldn't be all that bad. Okay, I'm going to go. Um, are we only doing the ones that um, pertain to the players? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to take off my first one. I like this unwritten rule of baseball. This is the one I think is a pretty good rule. If a pitcher gives is pulled in the middle of the inning, let's say he was in a bad situation after he's getting rocked kind of thing, you stay in the dugout until that inning is done, and then you can go to the showers kind of thing. I'm fine with that. I am a big fan of that You know one. what? Uh, you I'm... got yourself in this mess. Now cheer on the dude that's helping trying really, to clean though, it up. Why wouldn't you want to say, irregardless? Like, why, like wouldn't you, uh, you pitch a great inning, now you're going to leave them to go take a shower Well, or it's more spoken to the guys who aren't doing so well, like maybe getting rocked in the yeah. inning and they're getting pulled. Regardless... You stay to watch the rest of the inning because there that's your I'm team. okay with that one. I like that one. Uh, another one uh, for the pitcher is a pitcher should not indicate displeasure if one of his fielders commits an error. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm okay that, with that yeah, one too. That's another one. Like that's you guys like are show, pros too at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's like a sign of camaraderie deal right. too. Like you don't, you don't throw your guy under the bus. Oh, like you hit into a double play, so I'm going to say screw you. No, no, yeah, no, no. It's just happens. It just happens. I'm okay with both of those. Uh, let's. Let's get to the batters, though, because this is where some the BS happens. Okay. Um, how about this one? I think this is BS. You are... You don't bunt during a no-hitter. Uh, if the no-hitter is I think that six was... to nothing, okay, don't bunt during the no-hitter. If we got a close game and bunting is part of your game where you might get a couple of on-the-field hits through bunting down the line who the fuck are you to tell me how i have to approach okay, a batter? okay. how about how about this how about if like uh walk happens right you know so the no hitter is still intact but there's a dude on first base bunt to advance the runner but don't go all out to first base to try to beat it <sighs> no nah, man i think you you're playing back like that's your defensive strategy to that hitter and if he wants to bunt, man, he bunts. I, I'm more okay with this one than any of them. I also agree, though. Like, if you got, you know, a Ricky Henderson, you know, speed guy. A bunt Buxton? Like, that's part of his game sometimes. Dude, uh, like, I don't know. You got to be ready line, for man. everything. Yeah, Why do I have the line. to? Why do I have to uh, take it easy on you? That's what I'm saying. There's no, that shouldn't be a thing, man. If, first of all. I wasn't a guy who was bunting a lot, obviously, if you couldn't tell by looking at me. Yeah. But there were plenty of guys I played with who are bunt-happy guys, and you they were, like it. You were the Dan Vogelbach of your team. Except we ripping no, doubles in the right center we gap. Had, we had no mention of him, and I don't know if we were going to get We love you, Dan. So, we love you, Dan. Yeah! Uh, so, but yeah, um, I agree. I. It's still dumb. 
I don't know why you would cater to a team like that. That's what I mean. You you throw the no hitter and worry about how I try to get on base. Uh, we mentioned it before, but don't swing on a three zero count when your team is ahead. That's bullshit. Fuck you, fuck Dude, you. Yeah, uh, there's you, no way. There's no way. It's one thing to you know kind of gauge the pitch, but like you said, if it's coming in at forty eight miles an hour, guess what? I'm ripping a home run. Exactly. That's what I mean. You you're the one who put a catcher at the pitcher position. Okay, another one that uh, has a significant lead. Do not steal bases if your team's ahead. I think that one's fair. That one's fine. I I think I'm cool with that one, but that's a two-way street then. You know what? The other team, no one's stealing bases if you're down by eight. All right? Because that's ridiculous. But playing it base by base. Now, however, I can branch off of that one, and it's when you're winning... And you hold a runner at third because you're up by it with a big lead. Is that one? Yes. That oh. is an unwritten rule I that I was looking into. I don't into, even have that one. Where it was, you know, a guy hits a single that, you know, you might score on that one if a runner's on second, and you hold him at third base. No way. That's that an is, actual one. Where I did saw, you see that? I, I haven't even see that That one. is an actual one. Oh, that one's a bunch of shit. Dude, his job is to get RBIs. And you're taken away from his job. So, if you want to tell me that I don't earn an RBI after I just hit a baseball in fair territory, yeah, you can go fuck yourself on that one. How about this load of bullshit? Do not spend your time admiring a home run you hit. Yeah. It's called the batter's box. I can stand there however long I want. How about a slow trot around the bases? Guess what? I... You just hit a goddamn home run. You should be allowed to give like a a comfortable jog. You, imagine if the NFL players were like this. They they had to change the rules because you scored a touchdown. You can celebrate. You hit a home run. Fuck yeah! It's, it honestly was the dumbest fucking penalty in football. This is one of the dumbest rules in unwritten rules in baseball. Let me acknowledge the fact that I just hit a dinger to right field. If he does something. Where it's a little, you know, he throws the bat between his legs and starts riding it like a pony. Yeah. Okay. You're going to get hit next time you come up to bat. Fair enough. Uh, Anytime that they do the intentional hitting, though, that's bullshit, too. No, dude. Okay, but if if you get intentionally hit, is it all right for the other team to intentionally hit someone, too? Well, if you're getting intentionally hit, isn't that, like... Wasn't there a, quote, just cause? So that's the receipt? I'm just saying, if you're throwing at a guy on purpose, the other team does, I think, have that. In my opinion, to throw in my at the opinion other guy. there is never a reason to do Oh, yeah, they're all, they're all a bunch of pansies for it. But That's you can, you can definitely, I you're, think you can respond you're trying if someone to acts out. A defenseless person yeah I that's get it. bullshit it is but in and it's it's not a safe plan by any means but it's a rule i understand uh that's now, more if you or are, less what if i'm you saying are hit, another unwritten rule is don't rub the spot you were hit by a pitch yeah dude that shit hurts you can rub that what <laughs> I, i'm sorry especially now were we just talking about how like miles per hour is up like what yeah years, in how the last 20 years you're supposed to just eat 97 to the shoulder yeah like fuck that, fuck that dude like, i mean i get it maybe you like want to be tough but i'm not going to fault you for rubbing it all-time 
taking a pitch. Mike Matheny hit in the face, spits a tooth out, never goes to the ground <laughs> for the Brewers. What a guy. <laughs> that was that shows the pitcher that you ain't fucking around. Um I that was pretty lit. Just had to jump him out there. Um what's another one I have over here? How about, how about this one? Do not swing at the first pitch of an at bat if the pitcher has allowed back to back home runs. That's bullshit. Again. Another what? garbage one. That's this no. is why baseball is considered old. That's so old. Yeah, this is not this sport is not like tennis where it's so gentlemanly. Okay, like, is that a word? Gentlemanly. Yeah, yeah I think that was good. Game. It's not. It's not like that. I mean, there's a respect in the game, obviously, but if they want to get a better audience and a younger audience so that they can keep, they got to stop with all this bullshit on that. Because that's not gonna fly. Yeah. What what's the big deal? What who is it hurting? I uh I have this one right here too. I I wanted to talk about this one. If an adult fan catches a ball, you have to give it to a kid closest to you. Now, wait, hear me out. This one is good and bad, yes. I think. If you're an adult fan and you're asking a ball to get tossed up to you, like while they're warming up, first of all, if you brought a glove, okay, dude, relax, right? <laughs> Second of all, hey, I, if you're I call- might do that. If you're calling for a ball, you have to give it to a kid, like right he, there. Here's, here's or your my... kid. Bring it home for your kid. Yes, kind of. That's thing. why you bring your kid. Yes, uh, so you can. But also to fake that, it, like they should be in arm's reach. Yes, any kid that's in arm's reach. But if now, they're if our, they're down the row. Fuck that. That kid's not close. No, that's also fair. Yeah. But I also think superstar home runs, yeah, that's that that rules out the window. If I catch a Mike Trout home run ball, you know y'all can go fuck yourself. All that's the more my ball. reason why you bring your child. Yeah, there's no Feel free. way. Take Elsie. There's, Borrow her for there's a day. no way I'm giving up a Mike Trout home run well, ball. That's, or a that's a different story. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or, you know, what, I catch A-Rod's 3,000th hit that's a homer and I'm going to give it to the kid next to me? Yeah, no, that's not happening. So I get the rule a little bit where it's, you know, along the line. If you get a foul ball maybe even, like you probably give that ball up to a kid. Uh, home runs, I think you yeah. can keep. You yeah. keep the home runs. Eh. But I eh. would say, no? Eh. You don't keep no. the home runs? Uh, well, it, again, it all depends on how special that ball is. If it's just a home run, eh. No, you give it up to a kid? Probably. I think they're certain about it, yeah. But I think a superstar player, you can keep it. Again, it's got to be a special ball. Like if Luis Urias hits it, you can give it away. Yeah. But if Dan Vogelbach hits it, we're keeping it. I mean, that's first ballot. I will literally give him the ball back for a signature on my forehead. Just that. Just off the I want him to sign my chest. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, I'm going to push my pecs together. And then, so, so like, Dan on one tit and Vogelbach. Okay, how about I'll give it back to him if he lets me sign his chest. Aesop Mitchell on it, too. (laughs) Not even. Uh, These two unwritten rules I'm totally okay with. I think uh, this one is just common courtesy, right? Do not walk in front of a catcher or umpire when walking to the batter's box. Yeah, I saw that one, and I think that's just more of like, yeah, Like I said, it's a courtesy thing. Right. And another one, don't stand on the dirt near home plate when the pitcher is warming up. That's another one I think is fair. yeah. Allow them to get a picture of their uh, batter's box, right? That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I respect that one. Now, how do you feel about players after they get out running over the pitcher's mound? 
Like, oh. if they walk on it after they're trotting off. Like, just not on the mound itself. You know what? You know what? But I'm, the circle dirt. I'm still okay with uh, with that one, too. Don't do that. People I, get pissed if I, that happens. I would. I, uh, yeah. Again, that's like... The house, this house is my home. Type I know deal. that's the thing, and uh, I, I think that one's fair. Like that's a, again a respect thing. When I was working with the Brewers, Miles Michaelis, if you fucked with his mound, bro, he from uh, St. Louis, he made us build two, three mounds like all the time. He was always like, I need it like this. It's got to be this. Sounds like a Cardinals boom, player. Boom, like he was, and he had a. Uh, I believe it was they were playing the Reds, and it just recently happened. He it was Freddie Galvez ran over the dirt, and he fucking snapped at him. He was like, "Don't don't come on my mom like that." Blah blah blah. I get it, but yeah, Miles Michaelis. I do remember likes. him right a little bit. That's what uh, I, mean. I would be pissed though if that was me. And like, I'd kind of be like, "You had no reason to come over here. Why? Because you're on second base. Fuck off." Yeah, exactly. Uh. I, Another one, don't speak to a pitcher who is in the process of throwing a no-hitter. Okay. That's, that's pretty obvious. He's in the zone, man. Why do you want to break that zone? What what inning does that start? Uh, Fifth? Sixth, maybe? I feel like it's got to be a little later. Sixth is a long time. Whenever, maybe whenever he isolates himself. Mm. Something along those lines. And the last bullshit one, do not assist a member of the opposing team. At all, fuck that. I uh, if I if I fucking charge into home plate, I score, and the you know the catcher is knocked over. I'm gonna stick out my hand. I'm gonna help him up. Mm. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, you can. I wouldn't during those games. Like that's just kind of how I would be uh, as a guy. I I wouldn't be mad at my team for helping out the team. I'm just being honest with myself. Like me as a player, I I'm not helping the other team. Oh, that's that's a dick move well it's just that's the enemy for the day man so what it's it's because you don't have any dog in you i have your mind i'm just saying i am ruthless i don't think so yeah uh, i'm also a very friendly guy wow okay yeah i actually have one more oh i believe it'd be bullshit it's um it's one i actually like i'm gonna say again <sighs> real quick end with this one like. hey it's one where don't show up any opposing players or umpires. And the only reason I like it is because I think it's funnier if they do it the way that they're supposed to now. Because you see all the time where you can say something to an ump and you get thrown out of the game. And traditionally the players say that the word is you. If you're saying you and then whatever the call is, like you suck, you come at the umpire's decision-making, then you get tossed from the game kind of thing. The other one is more of that call. If you say, that call sucks, that call was terrible, or whatever kind of thing, then you're fair game. Mm. They all are good with it. But traditionally what you're supposed to do as a pit, as a batter, if you're in the zone, in the box and you don't agree with the call, you don't motion to the umpire, and what you're supposed to do is kind of talk your shit while you look like you're not. So you'd be like, wow, that one was pretty dog shit call. You're giving them six inches off the plate kind of there. And then you just keep going on with your regular routine. And I All think right. that I kind of like that one. Mm. I do appreciate a good manager getting ejected. Don't get me wrong. Like, those are always fun to watch. But 
to be able to like, and that goes along with your rule of, you know, your teammate commits an error. You're not going to do anything like that. So I just wanted to add it out there for the umpires that I think it's funnier when you get made fun of just but like that in secrecy. Okay, fine. That was one I wanted to, I like that one. Oh, I do have one more. Oh, now you have to end on it. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be a bad one. I get it. I, it has to. How about don't steal third with two outs? Yeah, that's stupid. Fucking dumb. How many times did Ricky Anderson do that? He I, had to have done that hundreds of times. I don't know. But that hundreds. one's also dumb. I think... It's like 1,300 career stolen bases what, like, or something? What, why? He never stole third with two outs? Yeah, that's wrong. There's no I hate, way. I hate baseball sometimes. It's really got to change a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, that was fun. That was a good one. Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff we talked about in there. Uh, Big week of NBA playoffs coming up. Yep. Baseball's still going to go on. Yep. Will there be a no-hitter by the time our next episode goes up? No. Yes or no? no? No, there won't. Okay, I'll no. take yes. I'll take yes. All Why right. not? We'll do it in the over under a half. A half. Yeah, okay. I'll take the over. Sure. There'll be one more. All right. Quick. Seven inning games count. They should. Yeah. They in should a, count. They do in our eyes. God damn it. MLB, what are you doing? Messing up. Yeah. Quick quick, quick shout outs. Uh, shout out Kwame Brown, dude. He got torched this past uh, week because people were like reliving the fact that he was a bust. He was not a bust. Michael Jordan was just an ass. Ah, uh, he's pretty bad, man. Look, he was he was bad, but the reason why he was bad was because Michael Jordan was a dick. I believe that. Michael Jordan came back and, a wizard. And like also, Gandalf. fuck you, uh, Gilbert Arenas, randomly jumping on the dude. What a dick. Gilbert Arenas seems like a pretty shitty teammate, uh, to be well, honest. Well, you know, he's the one that was bringing guns. Right, yeah, shit. I'm pretty sure he brought one to shoot someone. So. Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever but... it was. <laughs> seems like a pretty bad teammate. Uh, also, too, since we're on the thing of basketball, it's Tracy McGrady's birthday. Hey. They talk about an under Hey, and guy. former minor league baseball pitcher Tracy McGrady. Just saying. Cool. He played on the same team as Roger Clemens did when he was 55. Want to give him a like shout-out, though? He's played... In way too many, on way too many different teams. If you didn't know that, he played uh, a fuck ton of teams. Raptors, Magic, Rockets, Spurs. Is that it? Pistons, Knicks, Hawks. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. He played on a bunch of fucking teams. Okay. And I think I'm missing some. Uh, another shout out to Jose Godoy. Jose Godoy for the Mariners. Became the 20,000th player. Oh, I'm so mad we didn't talk about that. I One forgot. I would have thought the number was way higher. That's insane that only 20,000 people of all time have made the major leagues. I don't know. I, I don't think it's... Baseball's been around forever, dude. I, the MLB starts taking stats crazy. in 1900. That's 120 years. <laughs> That's a lot of time. That's crazy, I think. You would have thought the number was higher, right? Uh, no. I would have. I didn't. I... Of all time, 20,000 people? Look, I don't know. I That's just, pretty I impressive that to me. I think it's pretty nuts. Oh, it's definitely impressive. I I just thought that was... It, when I heard that, I thought it was nuts. All right, what's your next story? Uh, okay. And uh, my last one. Dude, did you hear what Dan Campbell wants to do? No. So Dan Campbell, head coach for the Detroit Lions, yep. wants a pet lion for the Lions. Yeah, that just sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea. Dan Campbell's going to bomb so bad yeah, in Detroit. this is not good. Oh, my God. Jared wow. Goff and a lion going at it. Jared Goff would get torn the what fuck up. What a stupid 
fucking. I they hope should he put was that kidding. lion on the field. He would be their best player by far. <laughs> it wouldn't even be close. It wouldn't even be close. Oh my god! All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode sixteen of Down the Wire. Make sure to check us out on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, podcast needs. I almost said playlists. I don't know why, but yeah, it kind of works. The I same mean, we kind of have a playlist now at this point. There's like seventeen episodes up there. So sure, sixteen and a half. Yep. actually um yeah it was a lot of fun talking all this and we got another great week in sports coming up i want a pet wolverine peace hitting on strong got me in the zone night and day sleep ain't long money on the phone night and day yeah you ain't trying to eat need you please get out my way back on scene ain't been sleeping Strong, got me in the zone night and day. Sleep ain't long, money on the phone night and day. Yeah. You ain't tryna eat, need you please get out my way. Oh my word, back on scene, ain't been sleep, made a play. Yeah. Hey, just gassed up that rocket. D line straight to the profit. Go, Debo with the deposit. Whoa. Stuff my leaf with exotic. Yeah. LA feeling so tropic. Yeah. Big deal, sign on the dotted. I don't bullshit, I pop it. Most these niggas get hot and switch Most these rappers can chop a brick Guess this line about life is lit Tag my body, I must be Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.